Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Back to a Celtic state of mind, I'm Paul John Dykes, and tonight I'm joined by Laura Bradburn. We are here to discuss Celtic 4 St Mirren now. Laura, what do you make of that? Um, about as good a performance, as easy a performance as I think you'll see from Celtic all season. But you were about to ask me about Jota's moustache after the end of the first half or the end of the, the halftime uh, coverage. Here's what, one question I've got for you. What has happened to long sleeve kits, by the way? I think it was only Jota that was wearing one tonight and the rest were wearing these Under Armour vests and I don't really know what's going on with it. Listen, I bemoan the the um, 
the dearth of the long sleeve jersey because I loved it as a youth. You knew if anyone was wearing it, it was a real jersey, not a replica. You don't see it as often as you should. I don't know what the Under Armour's all about, to be honest with you, Laura. But yes, I do agree with that. These are the nuances that we do speak of at times on a Celtic state of mind. Long sleeve jerseys and moustaches. But obviously, we've got four goals, one chopped off, and quite a lot to talk about. And I find it interesting that after such an impressive display, that Chancellor does bring up something very important. Two fantastic saves from Joe Hart tonight, one in mm-hmm. both in each half. And it is important to point that out. It's easy just to ignore these things, Laura, when you win 4-5-0. Um, but obviously, you know, th- this is the thing that we were discussing with Joe Hart and also with Callum McGregor. They can be so consistent at times that you don't discuss them. But let's start off with something maybe not as obvious. Um, two fantastic saves from the big fella. Yeah, especially that one from the volley from Gogic. I mean, it just shows you the importance to Joe Hart of of keeping that clean sheet. We were 4-0 up at the time. Conceding that goal really wouldn't have made much of a difference at all to the result. But for his own professional pride, he wanted to make sure that that clean sheet remained intact. And it just shows you, sometimes even at the age that he's at, instinct just takes over and he manages to pull a save out of the, the bag that... He'd have been proud of at 25 years old, never mind 35 or however old he is. Um, we, we were talked about it before the game. He's He's been as big a factor in our success the last two seasons as any player or any manager I can think of. And he's just been absolutely fantastic for us. Yeah, he definitely has been. And I know that there are occasions or there have been occasions this season, Laura, where he's been the, the point of conversation on a Celtic state of mind we've been looking at some of the not-so-good performances, but they seem almost a distant memory, and hopefully that is where they're going to remain. I'm really keen, after every game, to bring in the comments uh, of the viewers. So, yeah, get involved. And uh, we've got you and boy Martin, who we will be seeing on Friday night. Uh, Gracie's another win, another three points. Keep doing that, and the league is ours, absolutely. Even when, at half-time, you've got a one-each scoreline at Rugby Park. You always, in the back of your mind, think 45 minutes is a long time when Rangers need a goal, and indeed they got a couple. So yes, we just got to look after our own backyard, Laura, another four goals. And I think that some of the concerns we had in the pre-match uh, were without foundation when you look at that performance tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think the big concern that we had was that that back four and um, how they were going to shape up. And I think there was, there was evidence... That the concern was right the first few minutes. They didn't look settled. They they looked a bit nervous, but I think quality shines through, and I think they showed that. Um, there wasn't really any concern with the rest of the lineup, and there we were proved right for there not to be because you know that front three of Jota, Kyogo, and Abada show their quality. The midfield three of of Hitati, O'Reilly, and McGregor showed their quality as well, and. Listen, if we performed the way we did tonight every week, then we would have absolutely no problems, as the viewer said. And um, I really hope this kick starts on the rest of our season, really. Yeah, and against the side, and I know um, Parkhead is a fortress, but against the side, Laura, that um, took her scalp at the beginning of the season, very disappointing game, 2-0. We've never seen the grey away kit since. Some were suggesting it was that kit's fault. Pretty sure it was something else. Um, William O'Toole, you're back. You thought it would be four or five. I tell you, what a performance. Keep the faith. Absolutely. 
I did say that, you know, you might be happy at the end of the game and um, it looks as though you are. We shall not be moved, Paddy Burns um, is in a, a, a kind of like, um, he's in a celebratory mood. He might be singing, we shall not be moved at the end of that game. CJ, let's bring up this one from CJ on the YouTube channel. Just think, if not for VAR, that would have been one each after 85 minutes. Maybe it's starting to work. I get concerned when I hear Jerry McCulloch talking about the tides turning, Laura. Um, yeah, but let's be honest, it, it has worked for us tonight. It's unfortunate because there was another good goal. Uh, obviously, it was um, called offside. Uh, pretty tight, though. Kyogo, I thought he had timed his run pretty well. Yeah, I'm still not entirely convinced, even seeing the, the lines drawn up, that it was offside. Um one of those situations where I, I feel a little bit like that, even with far that call could have gone either way, um, and and to deny James Forrest a goal is always a travesty. So, um, yeah, disappointed for that one to be to have been chopped off. But we can't complain about VAR on a night like tonight, given given the fact that I mean, people say VAR went for us tonight. It didn't go for us. It proved that the the decisions that were made were eventually correct and that's how it should be used um, and so I, I think VAR if it's used in the way it was tonight it, it adds to the game um, but if if it's going to be used the way it has been most of the season then it's going to continue to be a problem you just always get a little bit gutted when as in Kyogo's situation he wasn't able to celebrate the goal because it had been flagged offside only for it to be overturned off turned over later so um, you miss out a little bit from that point of view but um, yeah if if they get a bit more used to it and start using it a bit more fairly and consistently I don't have any complaints but it remains to be seen whether that's going to happen That is one of the things isn't it even when it goes your in your favour Laura, it's the celebrations that you're missing out on uh, the sponta- spontaneity of that um, everybody's standing about waiting on it and then there's almost a fake celebration uh, David Tumble gets the opportunity to have a proper celebration. He just turns down and uh, doesn't bother. Almost broke a smile, though. We'll get to the goals, uh, particularly the second half goals, in just a few moments. Uh, Connor McLeod, did anyone see the Aberdeen score? Yes, we did. 5 nothing to Hearts. Um, at the moment, Rangers are beating Kilmarnock 3-2. Uh, Wright has scored on 85 minutes. Um, that is the update that I have at the moment. I don't know if that game is finished or indeed there is a couple of minutes to go, maybe with injury time as well, but uh, some late drama there at Rugby Park. And of course, Celtic beat St. Mirren 4-0. So in relation to the, the goals in the second half, we'll have a look at those because we didn't get a chance, obviously, to discuss them before. Um, we went in at half time and we were talking about how comfortable it was, Laura, 2-0, two 2-0 nothing, two nothing up. Um, and obviously, you know, we get another another couple of goals. With regards to the, the third goal by Kyogo, um, yeah, you had the VAR and it delayed that a wee bit, but you look at that as a whole, you know, working from back to front, the final pass from Jota, an absolute spectacular team goal. And of course, um, Kyogo proving that, again, he cannot be dropped on form like this. Yeah. It's it's one of those situations where we always seem to have those goals, um, at least one every match at the moment, where we just seem to rip the opposition to pieces. And in some cases, as in with the Kyogo one tonight, it stands. And in, in cases like Maeda's the other day, it doesn't stand. And you're, and you're, you're bemoaning the goal that may have been. Um, but it's just that that goal epitomised everything that the... That 
the earth style of play is about. And it's funny because they, they showed Ange after it was scored and he was almost more delighted with that goal than any other goal that was scored that night. And it was as if, uh, tonight I should say, um, and it's as if when a, when a goal like that gets scored, he's thinking to himself, that's what I want to see, that's how mm-hmm. I want us to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can't be done for every single goal, obviously, but that particularly was an example of, of us playing at our best, of, of Jota playing at his best, of Kyogo at his best. And I always think Kyogo's best at scoring goals when he's relying on his instinct. If he's got too much time, um, that's when he comes up a cropper. Whereas tonight, he didn't have much time to control that lob when he hit it. He didn't have much time other than to hit it first time with that cross from Jota. And, and he's ended up with two goals where... I've seen other situations where he's been through one-on-one and, and made a bit of a hash of it. So um, I prefer him on that, you know, one-touch, two-touch thing where he's not got much time to think about it because his instincts are, are unstoppable. No, they are. And I, I understand exactly what you mean with that. Give him a few seconds and he might miss it. Uh, he might overthink it a bit. Uh, Kugel plays on that last man and, you know, some of the decisions will go for us, but um, it must be an absolute nightmare to, to play against absolute frightening ton of pace as well and of course the fourth goal David Turnbull I was going to ask before the, the game kicked off in relation to where Turnbull is at the moment um, because he was definitely one of Angie's favourites he, he was picked consistently right up until that injury which was the semi was it the semi-final or the final of the League Cup he got injured and then he was out for a period of time O'Reilly and Hatati come in and he's pushed down the pecking order. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure it is difficult for him because he's at an age, Laura, where he wants to be playing. He wants to be kind of cementing his place also in the international team. And at the moment, he's a bit of a bit part player. But like, you know, going back to what we said about Kyogo and, and Yakimakis and the dynamic there, Turnbull can't expect to be getting picked in front of the guys who started tonight. Um, however, he did, you know, he did strike me as being a wee bit frustrated. Um, I don't think he was having a great game, actually, but then he pulls out the bag, something that, you know, Turnbull is so capable of, and he reminds you just how talented a player he is. Um, but it must be frustrating for him. Yeah, I, I, I was a bit disappointed to see the amount of frustration he was displaying with the lack of celebration after the goal, especially considering it was a pretty spectacular goal that he scored. I know it was the last of of a four-goal win but still I, I think a goal like that deserves to be celebrated I can't make up my mind whether his his lack of celebration was purely due to the fact that he wasn't having a great game up until that point or if it is due to I'd be surprised if it was due to a frustration in general because I think I think he'd be silly to display that so publicly when when we all know how ruthless Ange can be, I don't think he would stand for that kind of behaviour. And to be honest, David Turnbull's never struck me as that type of player that that would displays dissatisfaction that publicly. So I, I like to think that it's mostly based on the game he was having before the goal. But even so, I would like to see him celebrate his goals a little bit more than he did there, especially when he's got the quality that, that it has there. But listen, I don't need to hide how much of a fan of David Turnbull I am. I think he's a I think he's a quality midfielder. I think he's got great passing range. He can shoot. Um, he's got great timing of a pass. He, he, he can set up goals as well as score them. So he's definitely an asset to have, but 
but like you say, when he's got players of the quality of O'Reilly, McGregor and Hatati against him, he's just got to bide his time and take the opportunities when they come, which he has done tonight, to be fair. I know. And it's another indication, Laura, just how strong the squad is, that, that I don't think many of us would would start with Turnbull week in, week out at this moment in time. But given given a run of games, you know, he, he could actually change your mind because he is so talented. And, and I think that this season be quite difficult for him because, you know, um, the sending off, he's back out the side, he misses a couple of games. Um, and, you know, and if O'Reilly can't make it into the side um, and, and Moy then comes in after a brilliant World Cup and he performs really, really well, it's going to be, ta- it's going to be tough for, for Turnbull. And of course, we brought in I know they don't play in the same position as such, but Awata comes in, there's another midfielder. We're really heavy in, in terms of the midfield players that we have at our disposal. So when he comes in, the only thing that he can ask him to do is to to make an impact, and he did. You know, And he made an impact against Kilmarnock as well. He was involved in the goal that Yakimakis scores at the end of the game. So if you're looking at that, you know, two fleeting appearances, but he has made an impact. He's been involved in two goals in, in, in just a few minutes, really, uh, over the two games. So he's doing everything that he can do. Um, he's a type of player that may well start against Morton. Um, you know, I don't think we're going to be disrespecting Morton, but there's players like David Turnbull that needs game time. You know, Tony Ralston, he needs game time. So does, you know, various other players who uh, were either on the bench or not tonight. They, they do need games in their legs. Haksabanovic needs games. Uh, will they make a, an appearance against Morton? We shall see. Peter um, Colliero comes in. Clean sheet and three points for the win. Job done. And just a wee update. Rangers did scrape through 3-2 against Kilmarnock at Rugby Park. Um, Kilmarnock had been reduced to 10 men, um, as it happens. Armstrong, who caused us a few problems there at the weekend, Laura. He was sent off, uh, but Rangers did scrape through. Joe Hamilton. Seems Celtic already had that meeting with the SFA. Wouldn't that be interesting, Laura? If that is what you're saying, you know, VR worked because it worked. It didn't work for us. It just worked properly tonight. And uh, lo and behold, we get a few decisions going our way. Um, was there an update on when we were going to be having these meetings with the SFA about far? Not that I, not that I saw. Um, it could be a similar situation as the, the review that was going to happen when Neil Lennon was in charge that, that, that never really happened. Um uh, who knows? on the results of that. Yeah, who knows with these public statements that are made what the true um, intention is behind them. But, you know, regardless of whether there is an actual meeting, even if we've put the frighteners up them enough to, to... Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. To actually, and, and I was about to say to actually give us a fair roll of the dice. That's not even what I'm asking for. I'm just asking for them to use VAR fairly across the board. Um, which they did do tonight, and it so happened that those decisions therefore went in our favour. But that's all you're looking for in these situations. You're looking for fairness. If the decision goes against you, but you can say, but it was apl- the VAR was applied fairly, then you can't complain about it. It's when it's situations. It's not even situations where VAR is is used. It's the situations where they choose not to use VAR that mm-hmm. that really frustrate me. Situations where. 
well, I don't know, for example, Connor Goldson handballs and they choose not to even go and check it, you know. Um, that's that's what really frustrates me. Absolutely. You've got this, um, you know, this option to make your job a lot easier and you're choosing not to use it. Uh, absolutely mm. frustrating. And yeah, who knows, maybe that is the reason why the, uh, the VAR decisions have started working correctly. Now, we've already spoken about Joe Hart. As we run through the team, Laura, I'm going to ask you if they get picked against Morton at the weekend. Joe Hart, would you stick with him? Because it seems as though Seagrist is still injured and I don't see the benefit of playing Scott Bain, although, yeah, he is the third choice. Is it a risk? Do you, do you stick with Joe Hart? I, I'm always of the... I, I don't know if this is unfair on goalkeepers, but I'm always of the opinion that if a goalkeeper's just come off the back of a clean sheet, you don't drop him. You, you let him stay in goal and build his confidence that way. So, although I'm sure it won't be a test for him, I would keep Joe Hart in goal against Morton. Yeah, and, and also believe in a, having that backbone of the side, right through mm. the centre, and that starts with Joe Hart. And I know that we're expecting a few changes against Morton, but you've got to keep, you know, I would I would not expect McGregor to get dropped, for example. Um, I would expect maybe even Carl Vickers to come back in. And then up top, perhaps uh, Kyogo, because Yakimakis wasn't um, in the plans this evening. Now, Wayne Jackson, hail, hail to all. And the same to you, Wayne. Much improved from the boys tonight. Some quality goals and dominant performance will do nicely. Sometimes we do go back to that season, that you've mentioned a couple of times tonight, Laura, because it's left a scar on you and many others. And I remember, like, it was, games... put, put it this way, it was the worst season to join a Celtic podcast, and that's exactly what I did. It was, yeah, it galvanised a lot of our contributors to the point where you're all still with us. And I think that when you look at some of the games, you know, you were sitting there at 75 minutes, Laura, thinking, I can barely face talking about this after the game. And then as soon as the final whistle goes, you're live and, you know, people are losing their mind about how bad we were. Completely the opposite tonight. You're sitting there at 75 thinking, wow, this is a great wee performance. I can't wait to get stuck in about this. The, the worst performance I ever saw under Neil Lennon's team towards the end of his tenure was actually against St Mirren at Celtic Park. Mm. Um, that was... I think it's still one of the most viewed videos on this channel was um, our post-match um, after that night and and the absolute lack of organisation, the lack of effort. Was that not the night, actually, that Neil Lennon was sitting with his feet up um, uh, at the side, kind of not really doing anything, not really looking as if he was shouting instructions? And, and it's interesting to... And that was Jim Goodwin, ironically enough, who yeah. was in charge that night. Uh, now finding a, a flip on his fortunes at Aberdeen, obviously. But it just shows you in so many ways how how cruel the football world can be. You know, the a couple of years later and we're sitting here with, with Ange at the helm with a team of players, the quality of which we couldn't have dreamed of having a couple of years ago, seeing off a team that we should be seeing off at our home ground. And... Um, not making a meal of a, a match that didn't deserve to be made a meal of. You know, we we were professional, we were competent, we were organised, and that's the least you can expect from this Celtic team. Um, but it was also just a very entertaining match to watch, I thought. Um, yeah. I, I said the first 10 minutes was nervy and I stick by that, but for the rest of the 80 minutes, I mean, we knocked the ball about like nobody's business and created chance after chance after chance and managed to put away four of them which is which is a massive thing to 
to acknowledge as well, considering, you know, we have been wasteful with our chances in the past. We weren't wasteful with them tonight. If anything, we could have had more goals than we did if they hadn't been chopped off. So, um, yeah, it's we've we've come a long way from a couple of years ago and, um, you know, here's to, to more success in the future. We definitely have. I remember that night uh, vividly, Laura, because, like you say, we were impressed with the... Um, how animated Jimmy Goodman, Jim Goodwin was. You know, he, he shouted and screamed his way through that game. And then, you know, contrary to that, you had Neil Lennon sitting there and the body language experts and us came out that night, I think. <laughs> um, but also, it does remind you, you know, when we're talking about a player like David Turnbull, who can't get into this side, and I know that he was already at the club, and didn't bring him to Celtic, but it shows you the strength of our squad. When we're talking about Turnbull as a as a second, maybe third choice midfielder, this is a 23-year-old who is actually one of the brightest talents in Scottish football. You know, he's one of the best Scottish footballers that we've got. Um, and it must be frustrating for him. So I, I don't want to dig him out for, no, you know, celebrating so much when he scored the goal. It was a brilliant goal. It was a great strike. Um, but I do get the sense that players like him you know, at this time of his career, he really, really wants to be playing football. But again, I trust stands to manage manage a player like this. But it's easy to forget just how young he is and just, you know, what he's been through as well. Laura, in the game with the, the near career threat and injury that delayed his move to Celtic. Um, and it's great to see him back on the score sheet. He's a goal-scoring midfielder. And I'm sure that, um, you know, we will see a wee bit more of him at the weekend. But we'll go to the right-back position. Alistair Johnson was recalled um, having missed the, the cup game against Kilmarnock. He comes in at right back. He seems to have all the attributes. And I'll tell you what, we were talking before the game about how, you know, Alistair Johnson might have just been taken to the side so that he can learn the system. Within five minutes, he's away up at the left wing position again. So I don't think that was that theory rang true. But he was solid again tonight. He was He's a solid player. Um, he loves a battle, which, you know, is going to be very useful for us um, in Scottish football. Um, but I'm going to ask you the question, uh, you know, who is our first choice right back? You know, if Greg Taylor comes back and he, he slots back in at left back, as I'm sure he will, who's our first choice right back at the moment, Laura? Well, I thought you were going to ask me whether it's legal to take a throw in from a sit down position. But, uh, is it? Is it? Though? I don't know. I've, I've not checked I, was going, it. I was going to look it up. Um, be interesting to see. But I'll tell you, if it was a foul, then they should have given the, the throw in to St Mirren. So it was a bit weird that they made him retake it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, listen, we'll not get too on their backs. They 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 used VAR correctly tonight, and we should just be happy with that. Um, but as far as the first choice right back goes, I mean, Ralston, I think is perfectly happy to be a to be a backup. So I don't think he comes into question. He's kind of playing the role that we would all love to play, which is to just be in and around the Celtic first team squad and and getting our chances when we when we get them and being a fan favourite when we do. I don't know that there's going to be much of a choice to be made because I still think Juranovic is headed for the exit door. So I think Johnston will become our first choice uh, right back for the second half of the season. And to be absolutely honest, as I said um, during match coverage previously, his arrival and the, what we've seen of him so far makes me a lot less nervous about lo- losing Juranovic than I might have been. Um but that's why I'm not le- nervous about losing Juranovic is because we have Johnston and Ralston there. 
although I'm not particularly bothered about losing Yakimakis, I'll be more nervous about it because our only other striking option is Kyogo. So mm. it's a bit, it's not necessarily about losing players, it's about having the options there for when they do go. Um and and as far as fullbacks go, we have options. Um we don't have so many of those up front, I don't think. No, you're right. And and the options we do have are arguably players playing in a in a position um, they're not as strong in. You know, I think Maeda has shown he's better on the left-hand side. I think Abad has shown he's better on the right-hand side. Yeah, they are options, but only backup options, Laura. And I don't think we should be going through the second half of a campaign with backup players playing out of their best positions. You know, Haksabanovic comes back in tonight, you know, and you hope that he's going to be involved a lot more because what I've seen from him um, last year, in the first half of the season, I was very impressed. And I thought, you know, he was actually called a, a slow burner by Ange. He was expecting big things in the second half of the season from Haksabanovic. Um, again, the versatility of that player means he can slot in anywhere up the top, left, right and centre. So he will be getting game time. But again, I don't think he's an out-and-out striker. And I want something, I want a player that offers you something different. You know, Kyogo, we all know his attributes. He's unbelievable. But Yakimakis does offer you something completely different up top. And I think that we saw that uh, on a number of occasions. It came to light for me in the February when at Celtic Park, 3 nothing against Rangers, where he um, absolutely dominated the Rangers' defence. You know, he you know he ran them ragged. The only thing he didn't do that night was score. But he, he was a completely different proposition. They were not comfortable playing against Yakimakis. And I think that his goal-scoring record shows that in particularly in Scotland, um, and I would like to see him getting another Champions League under his belt with us. I don't think it's going to happen. That he does offer something completely different. So if Yakimakis does leave, I'm hoping that we do have a replacement in the same mould. But he's going to have to be more versatile because that's why these players are getting game time, Laura. You know, mm. Maeda, if he's not playing left, you can play him somewhere else. Jota can switch wings. Um, Abada can do likewise. So, yeah, Alistair Johnson's really, really impressed me. Uh, and I think that at left back tonight, Joseph Jananovic looked back to his normal self. We had a really solid game tonight. Yeah, there's there's a couple of ways of looking at, looking at that. You, you do wonder sometimes, does he know something we don't in the terms of is, is any potential move away? you know, off the cards and so he's decided to knuckle down and, and screw the nuts, so to speak, and, and, and just go on with things or is he looking at it as a potential last minute chance to, to put himself in the shop window again? Whatever the reason is for it, I don't really care as long as he's providing a good performance in a Celtic shirt and it's been something we've all been very critical of him since he came back from the World Cup, not showing the right attitude and desire. Um he seemed to be a little bit more back towards what we know of him tonight and uh, long may it continue because as I've always said, regardless of how close he is to the exit door, as long as he's performing well while he's in a Celtic shirt, then that's all we can ask for. Yeah, and you know, the thing with the thing with Juranovic and you look at the journey that he's been on coming to Celtic, um, playing the, the Champions League football and then of course what happens at the World Cup, he's probably peaked in terms of his value um, and, and Celtic, I think, would have been happy with that if a club came along and met the valuation of the player. I've never seen anybody uh, talking about a valuation that you or I, as Celtic fans, who watch them week in, week out, um, would value them at, you know, a lot more than what we've seen, in, certainly in the, specula- the speculation and in the press. However, um, it could well be that, you know, that there's there's maybe not been any offers, Laura. 
you know, these big teams that were linked to, and we've seen the names. We, we know Barcelona were were quoted, Chelsea, Manchester United, Atletico Madrid. You know what? There's maybe not been a, a solid offer for for the player, and if that's the case. I'd be more than happy to keep him, but I'll tell you what, we're going to be top-heavy at right-back, so it makes sense that Juranovic can fill in at left-back um, and Ralston and Johnson can cover. Other players that came back into the side or made their debut tonight, we'll have a, a chat about them. Kobayashi, I thought he was composed. He looks like a class player. Um, and, you know, the, the fact that it was his first game, he's never played for Celtic, you know, he looked very, very comfortable at the back, Lorna. Yeah, I think... Um... I'm still remain to be convinced how good a defender he actually is, especially against higher caliber opposition than than St Mirren. But the thing I'm pleased with, and the thing that I've seen from him in abundance tonight, is that he's very calm on the ball and he's very good at distributing the ball. And having that left sided defender in the left sided centre back position definitely suits us in terms of the ability we have to. To play the ball, um, there's been there was a few chances to, or a few times tonight he was playing the ball down the left hand side, almost down the line, either for Jota to cut inside and run onto it, or playing it down the outside for him to run down the line. And you just thought, no disrespect to, to Carol Starfelt, but he just physically wouldn't be able to make the same pass because he's a predominantly right footed player, and the ball would have a completely different trajectory. So having that option there from Kobayashi and him being able to execute it as well as he's able to is only going to be a an advantage for us going forward. He's, he's still relatively young, and so I think he can work on the aspects of his game that he's probably got to improve, i.e. defensively. But at the moment, I would take a, a rusty defensive player like him who's got the ball skills over... Um, another type of player who maybe is a little bit more nervous on the ball considering the system that Ange wants us to play. Mm-hmm. It was good to see him. I thought he slotted in really well. And I'm hoping that we see more of him. I hope he starts against Morton as well. It'll be interesting to see if uh, a couple of the B team players, because uh, Ange mentioned them during the week, uh, talking about, you know, in six months' time, you might see a lot more of them. Um, the, the ones quoted uh, Vata and Lawal, will they make an appearance against Morton? Well, let's hope we do see them. But obviously, let's put the tie to bed before that. Um, Jota ran the show today, says CJ, quality performance. 13 victories, Tony Cassidy, required for two in a row. You've been doing your maths, Tony. Um, two in a row is on the horizon already, and we're only in, in February. Um, and Paul comes in 11 wins from 11 games at home. A real fortress uh, what a goal from Turnbull, says Marquis. It certainly was. A fine way to, to wrap up a 4 nothing victory. You've been watching a Celtic state of mind. Uh, we had over 700 live there on the live stream. Thank you all for joining us, getting involved in the comments. Please give us a thumbs up on YouTube and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. We're building Axon throughout 2023. A big part of that is going to be the live events. Uh, we kick off on Friday with Brian McClear. And I'm looking forward to seeing some of you there. Um, there are some tickets available for Danny McGrain in March at Gracie's. So if you wish to come along and say hello and enjoy a good night like no other, then the ticket link is underneath this video. All that's left for me to say, Laura Bradburn, once again, thank you for joining me on A Celtic State of Mind.
Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This week on the Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, direct to consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.